Brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. The reports of the coming changes to Benedict XVI's Modu Proprio Samorum Pontificum continue to roll in, and while some express skepticism, though the Latin Mass will be in any way restricted, enough reports have come in from Rome that even mainline, tradition-friendly cardinals have spoken up in defense in the traditional Mass and the traditional sacraments, especially on the impact the Latin Mass has had in the lives of Catholics. I'll be going over the statements from two prominent cardinals today, and for this I want you to remember something. We don't know, as of the time of this recording, exactly what these changes to Samorum Pontificum will entail, but the consistent belief expressed by insiders and those with solid sources within the Roman Curia is that the changes will likely return the Latin Mass to the indult situation that existed before Samorum Pontificum was issued by Pope Benedict XVI in 2007. And in those days, the access to the traditional liturgy was exceedingly rare outside of the SSPX parishes. What that would mean after 14 years of Samorum Pontificum is anyone's guess, since it is now a different situation. But it would not be an improved situation for those hoping to get access to the traditional sacraments near them. Something to consider as we move forward is this. Father John Stone, an Augustinian priest who has was seen recently on the rundown over at the Restoring the Faith channel, has said this about the attempts to restrict the Latin Mass. Quote, a word of caution to certain Vatican underlings. Forbidding something just makes it more attractive. Should they try to expunge the ancient Roman rite mass of ages from the face of the earth, people will still find it in the clefts of rocks and in barns and in homes. Love never dies. End quote. How very true. And love is the key word here. Cardinal Zen, the cardinal who has been outspoken about the treatment of the faithful and the clergy in his homeland, cardinal who has made numerous trips to the Vatican to speak to Francis on their behalf, only to be ignored and not permitted to see him, has issued a short statement that many of you probably have heard about in passing. I have it in full here, followed by something another cardinal said. But love is at the core of the traditional liturgy, and love is the key word to remember. Here is Cardinal Zen's short statement. Quote, What's the harm in making the extraordinary form of the Roman rite accessible to all? By Cardinal Joseph Zen. I have read in the news quite worrying reports about possible restrictions to the celebration of the Tridentine Mass, what we now call the extraordinary form of the Roman Rite. I want to make it clear that I cannot be considered an extremist of this liturgical form and that I have worked actively as a priest and as a bishop for the liturgical reform after Vatican II, also by trying to curb excesses and misuses, which unfortunately have not been lacking in my diocese, so I will not be accused of factiousness. But I cannot deny, in my experience in Hong Kong, the greater the good that has come from the modu proprio Samorum pontificum and from the celebration of the Tridentine Mass. There is a faithful group here that, for decades, has participated in this form that comes to us from the liturgical riches of our tradition, a group that has never created problems for the diocese and whose participants have never questioned the legitimacy of the renewed Mass. Many young people have passed through the communities that participate in the extraordinary form in my diocese, and through this Mass they have rediscovered the sense of adoration and reverence that we owe to God, our Creator. I have worked for the liturgical reform, as I said, but I cannot forget the Mass of my childhood. 
I cannot forget when, as a child in my home city, my father, a devout Catholic, took me to Mass every day, and on Sundays made me attend five Masses. I felt such reverence, I was so fascinated, and still am, by the beauty of Gregorian chant, that I think that experience nourished my vocation to the priesthood, as it did for so many others. I remember that many of the faithful in my country, and I don't think all of them knew Latin, participating in the liturgical ceremonies with great enthusiasm, just as I can now witness in the community attending the Tridentine Mass in my city. The Tridentine Mass is not divisive. On the contrary, it unites us to our brothers and sisters of all ages, to the saints and martyrs of every age, to those who have fought for their faith and who have found in its inexhaustible spiritual nourishment. And there you have it. That translation was provided to the world by Catholic reporter Diane Montagna, and I haven't found it in print anywhere except on Twitter, so if you want to see it, I'll have a link to it in today's show notes at returntotradition.org. That's the name of this channel with a .org at the end. Skip past the Patreon pop-up since I don't have a paywall for my sources, and you'll find today's show notes prominently displayed. Zen has been known for saying the traditional liturgy for quite some time. I don't think anyone would dare to call him a traditionalist cleric by any stretch of the imagination. When Archbishop Vigano and the Auxiliary Bishop of Kazakhstan were engaged in their debate about the Vatican reforms and renewals, Cardinal Zen chimed in on the side of the Second Vatican Council in a vague way while also admitting that he wasn't a theologian. So be it. But the voices of the more mainstream bishops who speak in defense of the traditional liturgy are extremely important in these times. It demonstrates that the Mass itself is not something that only those of us on the fringes of the Church seek after. Hardly, if the uncontested growth across the board of the traditional Mass is any evidence of how much the lady actually want the traditional sacraments in the traditional liturgy. And anecdotally, I can say without hesitation that the numerous emails I receive from people asking for resources on how to find the traditional Mass near them point to this as well. Though, again, that is merely anecdotal evidence. But Cardinal Zen isn't the only Cardinal speaking on this issue in favor and in defense of Samorum Pontificum. Cardinal Gerhard Mueller spoke a week or so ago on this, and, as usual, the bustling news of the day kept us from getting immediate attention, and I have featured him frequently on this channel lately, which is unusual, to be honest with you. Now, in an interview with a German outlet, he gave some remarks on Samorum Pontificum, and I have the highlights of that for you here. To revoke Samorum Pontificum, or to, in some other way, change the document to restrict the access to the Latin Mass would be a misuse of Francis's authority, says the Cardinal who is at one time the head of the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith under Pope Francis. Quote, Pope Benedict was wise. He made a good reconciliation between the two forms. The Church has authority to regulate the external elements of the liturgy, obviously, but not the substance. This is why in these situations prudence is needed. One cannot, with a misuse of authority, instead prohibit going to meet so many faithful sensitive to the ancient liturgy. End quote. Again, at least part of this is about love, and oddly, the development of a parish community, something that is not often brought up in these talks. Traditional parishes are thriving in ways that, frankly, most of us have not seen elsewhere. I'm sure people will say that their non-traditional parish is thriving too, and that's fine, but this is something else entirely, and it's hard to quantify. I and many others have witnessed at our parishes this past weekend standing room only for the er for the early morning low mass. That is what I saw myself at my parish this weekend. Standing room only for the low mass. The low mass is the mostly silent form of the traditional liturgy. There's no choir, or Gregorian chant, or any of that. And 
For those not familiar with the low mass, it can be very difficult the first few times attending it because you don't expect near silence for the majority of the mass. And it was packed to the point where even the cry rooms for babies were overflowing. But I'm not going to dwell on all of that here. I've heard numerous similar reports from other parishes around the country that the traditional parishes are growing to the point that every single mass was standing room only. Instead, we'll just continue with Cardinal Mueller, who has more to say on this. Quote, We always talk about dialogue, synodal dialogue, etc., etc., but if we act with this misuse of authority that is unprecedented in the history of the Church, we fail to be prudent and respectful of these groups of faithful who wish to celebrate the Holy Mass in this form, which, I repeat, is the same substance, but it is the form used up to Pope John XXIII. End quote. Of course, this makes sense if you consider things in the broader scheme of the Francis Pontificate, which I'll go over in the coming days. The short version is for now is that even before Francis ascended the throne of Peter, he had a history of ignoring some more pontificum in his archdiocese, and a rather open hostility to the traditional liturgy and traditional form of the sacraments more broadly. This isn't surprising at all in hindsight, so this misuse of authority should not surprise anyone who has watched this pontificate for some time. But Mueller goes on to describe the opposition to Samorum Pontificum that has reportedly come out of the Italian Bishops' Conference, as well as out of France, and how to him the opposition to the liturgy makes no sense. Quote, this opposition makes no sense, if not that of provoking new reactions and new problems and tensions in the Church. Instead of calming the situation and concentrating on the great challenges of Christianity today, which require us to react to secularism and nihilism, we are concerned with creating new tensions within the community of the faithful. Mueller stressed that respect for the faithful is very important. The faithful cannot be treated like first-grade children, as they did in St. Peter's when they took away masses celebrated by priests with a few groups of faithful in various languages, including that in Latin and in the extraordinary form. St. Peter is the church of all Christians. If he arrives, I know a Frenchman, it is right that he should have the opportunity to attend mass in Latin or in his language." End quote. Again, to maintain some form of decorum and unity in the church, all this isn't that hard. But remember, Francis admitted that he'll likely be remembered as the pontiff that provoked a schism. He said that a year or so ago, he admitted, and even joked, about not being afraid of provoking a schism within the church. But this isn't only about the Latin Mass and the traditional form of the sacraments. This is about theology, and I'll go into that in greater detail in the coming days. Remember for now what I keep hitting on in all of this. The Vaticanista Massimo Fascioli has said that the core issue is that we, the faithful, can have the traditional liturgy, but not the traditional theology of the Church. What Francis and others understand is that the traditional liturgy is an expression of the traditional theology of the Church, and nothing can really change that. The Latin Mass's widespread existence is itself a threat to the nouveau theologie of Rahner and Deschardins and the rest, a theology that was triumphant at the Council according to very mainstream figures like Bishop Barron and the rest. And that is, I think, what people are truly hungry for. The same faith of their forefathers, the same faith that our grandparents and great-grandparents received from the church. And that cannot be tolerated by some in the church today. Again, I'll have more on that in the coming days, but for now, remember that Massimo Fascioli remarked on Twitter this past weekend that receiving the Eucharist in a state of grace was not a teaching of the church. He said that this past weekend. And that really tells you everything you need to know about what the mainstream figures who oppose sacred tradition really think and believe. But I want to know what you think about all of this. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. 
It is good that ma- is it good that mainstream adjacent bishops are speaking in defense of some more pontificum, or do these bishops not matter in the grand scheme of things? Let me know what you think, and also like, subscribe, and hit the bell so you don't miss an update. It really does help. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.